live from uh, Denver. It's Monday night. Hello, um, with your host, and here are your hosts, Noah Reynolds and Jacob Rupp. <clears throat> hey, what's going on, Noah? Monday night, very underrated night of the week. Uh, it is the farthest away from past Monday that you could be. Um, so shout out Mondays. Shout out Garfield, dude. Amen, brother. Um, you are listening to Chicken in the Nuggets, the podcast on uh, the Basketball Podcast Network. My name is Noah Reynolds. Joining me is Jacob Rubb. It is Monday night, late eight, late night, um, here, March 7th, 2020. And um, we are back um, again for um, our usual stuff. Um, and um, and it, Jacob, it's good to see you. Uh, it's good to see you, Noah. We definitely didn't just do an open mic earlier, so I'm not uh, sick of you at all. We are ready to do this podcast. Weird. Okay, uh, and I'm, and it's not uh, very late at night, so I'm not tired and cranky. Yeah, either. Yeah. Now, so, uh, shout out to you, Noah. Uh, you have a new humble abode that you're staying in, and uh, kind of responsible for your NPR type whispering that that's going on. Um, Jacob, I guess I don't know what you're talking about, but I've definitely always talked like this. Um, Are you worried about making like a first impression on your neighbors that you're just yelling about chicken and basketball or? You know, I actually hadn't thought about that. I was going to talk. It's kind of echoey in here. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe I could go into, I am in the main kitchen area. Maybe if I went into the bedroom, it'd be quieter, but the kitchen is the furthest away from the other wall. Mm -hmm. Um, that's I hadn't okay. really sound, put a whole lot of thought into it, frankly, Jacob. You sound um, pretty good. It does sound like you have no furniture whatsoever, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> well, weird because as you can see, I'm everything. I'm I'm a hoarder. <laughs> oh yeah, you you've been in this place for two days, covered in trash already. Covered yeah. in trash. <laughs> Newspapers. Yeah, I don't know where you're finding these newspapers. I thought it was a dead art, dead medium. I'm finding them in the trash. <laughs> oh man! Well, thank you for um, for joining us, Noah, in your new cool house. I'm uh, very excited, and it is long. It is too far for you to go up the the four flights to get to your bedroom. So that's 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 what it's all about. That's right. I did get a four thousand dollar a month, four story, three bedroom condo here in the city of denver um so it does take kind of a lot out of me and that's part of the reason i'm trying to have a good impression on the homeowners association um so forgive me for that jacob not everybody can live in squalor um you know <laughs> yes yes that's, i live in squalor square uh down here yeah, yeah uh, right next to right next to uh tr trash Trash Plaza. Fuck uh -huh. you. <laughs> <laughs> Trash Plaza. So we're at the, the the height of our game. We got a fantastic episode for you guys. Who know who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? But uh we got chicken and we got a, a, a very interesting week of Denver Nuggets basketball. Um we're pulling our own uh back to back. Uh, right now um by that i mean we're just up later than we would like to be i think right yeah and in, in fact we've actually this is actually a, a later podcast than usual but i i i am exhausted so i definitely feel like this is a back-to-back -back. we've watched two days of basketball in a row five mm -hmm. five basketball games of six days it's like i feel exhausted brother you and i just went to an, an open mic or we didn't i mean and you know that was exhausting. We've been putting in the hours and the work. So. Yeah, we've been grinding. Uh, and it is exhausting watching so much basketball. I can only imagine what Nikola Jokic feels like uh, after playing this. But shout out the Serbian <laughs> god, uh, Nikola Jokic. But man, my eyes are tired from watching <clears throat> all this stuff. And Jacob, I just want to make sure Serbia yes. is not Russia. Uh, are you asking me or telling me? Yeah. Well, yeah, I was just I was double checking to make sure you knew, but I was also double checking. I was also asking. Um, yeah, you know, and, and I definitely know that for sure. 
that is not <laughs> Russia. Uh, uh, but you know, uh, for our listeners at home, um, you know, maybe just go, do some research. Yeah, yourself. maybe don't take our do your, word for do it. Do your own research. This, um, I'm, I'm so into that lately. You know, Noah. Like people keep on telling me stuff, and I'm like doing my own research. I I just got to imaginary numbers on my own research, and I have yeah, no idea. zero zero. I guess is like. <laughs> anyway, thirteen yeah. I. What does that Jacob, mean? Jacob and I are getting just back into math, just on our own, <laughs> um, which is very cool. I'm I'm getting back in. I always was into geometry. <clears throat> you are into geometry, Noah. You're all about them shapes, you know. I'm about this. Ooh. Oh. People can't see what I'm oh. doing in the screen, but I'm making a shape like it's a like a face. Like a fat ass. Like a oh, it's a a, a vase shaped woman. <laughs> okay, all right, that's too much graphic. All right, um, Jacob. Yes. M- maybe we should get to it because right. it's late. We got some business, and um, I can already tell we're gonna cut it short. So <laughs> no, no, we just have to be extra good. Okay. Um, all right. Um. So where did we eat chicken this week? This is one of those. This is one of those. You and I, you know, we're wheeling and dealing in, in the showbiz world. You know, I was moving my stuff this week. I had like um, things to do. I I couldn't, you know, it's like we have this, we have this podcast, but sometimes, sometimes it's just not, um, we just don't get around to you and me sitting down for a nice chicken meal. Yeah. So today it was Monday and gosh we had realized we hadn't done our obligation um so what happened (laughs) yeah so so basically no um you know of course the podcast pays the bills you know and and we Mm -hmm. and we do that for our money and for our um way of life our lifestyle you just got a new house um shout out to DraftKings. um yeah thank you for that but we, we, you know, we're not singular people. We have different hobbies. We have different interests. We have things that make us happy that don't pay the bills. You know, like right now, this is work for us. And uh, so we definitely didn't just pick a place that was right down the street from the open mic that was easy to go to. We wouldn't do something like that. No. You know, <laughs> we would never like phone it in like that. But, you know, we are. Noah. Could you imagine? I could imagine for a second. I couldn't even imagine like if we had no prep or anything and we just started going. But wait, could could you imagine for a second the two of us got getting drinking too much this weekend and then just totally blowing Mm. it and not just sitting down and eating chicken? Yeah, that's not what happened. Could, could, Could you imagine one of us just dipping their toes in narcotics a little bit this weekend and maybe had too much of a Saturday night and had to to sleep all Sunday. I mean, could you imagine something like that? Only a real draft king would go out like that. Jacob Deketamine. (laughs) Joke's over. All right. It's over. Jacob Deketamine. I'm the cop. I needed needed to call. I needed to finally catch him. Anyway. I'm working for his dad. But, you know, just like ketamine, we're on the front line of uh hip hipness and coolness and we yes, like to sir. stay up to date with our chicken so when we found out a little place called shake shack had a brand new buffalo chicken sandwich we knew we had to go uh-huh and, yes. and we saw the ad we definitely didn't just show up and happen to have a new buffalo chicken sandwich to eat we definitely knew about it right right uh-huh. and and it definitely wasn't a conversation of Hey, have we done t- uh, Shake Shack Chicken on the podcast before? What have we done on the podcast before? Shake Shack Chicken. What kind of Shake Shack Chicken? Their chicken sandwich. Um, yeah, was it their honey chicken sandwich? That's definitely not the conversation we had. Nope. It was something different. And I still don't remember if we did the chicken bites or the chicken shack sandwich. But that's why we like new shit. No, me and you, we're new money. You know, we're we're young. We're hip. We got TikTok follower. We have one follower. Uh, Buffalo. Uh, yeah, we have one now. Nice. Uh, Buffalo chicken sandwich. Noah, brand new at Shake Shack. It is whole white meat, never frozen, no antibiotics, which, you know, sometimes I eat these things and I'm like, maybe put it in a little bit of antibiotics, like the good tasting ones. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever feel like that eating into like too healthy of a chicken? 
Of course I don't. Um, no, yeah, I do. I feel I'm very, um, sometimes I'm, um, I'm, um, I can be antibiotic, sometimes I'm probiotic, but I do think, I think biotics in general, I think are something to not fuck with. Um, but, um, uh, you know, I don't know why we have to go on saying it in general, you know, pro anti, you know, it doesn't matter what you do in your home. Um, I kind of think that as, as long as it's out of my chicken, it's fine with me. I don't want to know about it is my point. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, whatever people do behind closed doors is fine with us. And and we, but we do want to be a, um, a, we're open to all kinds of pro, uh, bio, uh, Go ahead. Yeah. I was trying to, and and we were, we're, we're a probiotic podcast is what I was trying to say. Yes. And, 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 you know, we're also never frozen either. Our internet's very good except for that episode we lost two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> who brought, who brings that up? Uh, it's hand-breaded and crisp-fried in or, to order in cholesterol-free soy oil, Noah. So this might actually, according to the Shake Shack website, been one of our healthiest meals. Um, what did you think about the buffalo chicken sandwich, Noah? Um, so I thought it was, I thought it was very good. Um, I don't think we've, I don't know how often we have actually <clears throat> experimented with the buffalo chicken sandwich itself. Because obviously, Jacob, <laughs> obviously, we've done chicken wings, we've done buffalo wings. But the variation, of course, is to make that into a buffalo chicken sandwich, um, which is taking the flavor of the chicken wing. And then just making that into a sandwich. I'm not being, I'm not breaking any ground here. Um, so this might have been our first like buffalo chicken sandwich. Um, and I thought it was really good. I also really like the regular chicken sandwich at Shake Shack. Um, now, if I don't, I think I remember correctly, a friend of the podcast, um, Jeremy Peicher, explained to us that buffalo sauce is essentially Frank's Red Hot sauce with butter does that sound right yes that's it mm-hmm. now that's crazy to me and it still is crazy to me um but this sauce tasted um i don't know it tasted like you said what, what was what you said a little bit more vinegary maybe? i think it might have been a little bit more vinegary uh they may have added something to the buffalo sauce which was it was sloppy yet not sloppy you know what I mean, Noah? Like, like it, it had a, a certain liquid type to it, but it also was pretty consistent. So I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. But and this is and this is not what phoning it in looks like when you're talking about a restaurant you've already eaten. Now, <laughs> 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 Noah, this isn't a joking matter. All right, it's serious, isn't it? <laughs> Well, it, it, of course it's serious. And thank God. Thank God. <laughs> no, I can't even laugh at this fucking new place. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, the thing is, mm-hmm. is I really hope, um, I have no idea what the sound stuff sound is here, but I don't want to be the person who is loud. I know. It's okay. Uh, you sound great. I just hope <clears throat> listeners at home are thinking, like, this is what uh, Noah as Batman would sound like most of the time. So uh, shout out the Batman. No, this Robert is what Pattinson. me as Poison Ivy would sound like, bro. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, shout out Poison Ivy, too. Both the actual Ivy and the superhero. Um, I did like this buffalo chicken sandwich, Noah. I, we haven't really dipped our toes into a sandwich type that much unless you count like the fucking 100 fast food, other types of uh, chicken sandwiches. But this is, yeah, a straight buffalo chicken uh, sandwich. It comes with lettuce. It comes with pickles, which I take <laughs> off. It comes with uh, ranch, which I wish I could take off. Uh, so <laughs> I was going to ask your thoughts about that, Noah. Uh, I don't like it when it's just like oh you want a buffalo chicken well then you have to have ranch on it you know that's just like the um go-to for a buffalo chicken sandwich is this your 
preferred way to take in a buffalo chicken, Noah. I think I feel like you like a sandwich more than I do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do I do love a chicken sandwich, dude. Um and I think you know that I'm a really messy eater for like no apparent reason. <clears throat> so if I can have two pieces of bread holding my chicken instead of my little fingies, um, I'm like a fan of that. Um, now, if you're asking me, do I want a buffalo chicken sandwich over like a basket of buffalo wings? That's like a different conversation. And I don't know where I stand on that. You know what I mean? Um, oh, see, even that you don't know where you stand <laughs> is pretty interesting because I... I would never take a buffalo chicken sandwich. I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. But I guess my point is it's a situational thing. You know, I low-key don't like bread. And that's a conversation we're not ready for on this podcast. Yeah, Jacob. But the things that you do and don't like as far as just regular, like they don't really normally line up with just like a regular consumer. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, the other thing is, too, I just want to point out back to your other point. You could take the ranch off. I saw the option on the phone that you're using. Those like take ranch off. So you are complaining about a non-existent issue. So, but so you also could have taken you also could have taken the pickles off. You could have just asked them to take the pickles off. But you wanted to keep this on because you know <laughs> we wouldn't have anything else to talk about if you didn't. Have the... <laughs> First of all, I'm like Johnny Knoxville. Noah. I'll do anything for the content. I know. Yes, I know. And yes. you also have gorgeous gray hair. And yes. And second of all, Noah, I don't know if you know anything about me or know shit about anything, but <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> but I will do anything to avoid a conflict, and even uh, if that means even not even expressing my wants or needs but just uh taking off things in order to avoid even telling someone i need something removed um i i will do that so um i i guess i think what the term is 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 cuck i think i'm a Uh, cuck yeah yeah, pussy ass bitch too that's what sometimes they used to say no jacob no jacob you're just too you're just extremely nice and forgiving that's what and Shakespeare you know what? used to say. Yeah, pussy ass yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Jacob, that's incorrect. Um, but I do. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't remember my point. No, I obviously I know, but you, where you stand on the the chicken wings or buffalo wings versus buffalo sandwich? But like, um, yeah, to me, it's a situational thing. I mean, you can share wings. A buffalo sandwich is a meal to me, obviously. Um, but, um, I don't know where else, where else do we devils? Have you had other good Buffalo chicken sandwiches? I mean, you clearly don't seek them out. No, I've been, uh, the only thing I can think of is past guest bird call. I would get Buffalo sauce on there um, okay, yeah. as, as a type of sandwich, which is a but good lunch. Yes. You also get Buffalo sauce at least last time I was with you at McDonald's. Now, is that, um, a comparable buffalo sauce like dipping or do you put that on a chicken sandwich ever now oh how about this mm-hmm. the buffalo dipping sauce on top of a mcchicken honestly never thought of that i don't know why i haven't put two and two together but i'm just like nope this is a little packet made for nuggets nuggets go with this little sauce packet mm. and now it just makes me think that i'm thinking two inside of the bun and uh, I do need to expand my horizons in that way. Now I'm even thinking about the possibilities of getting the air, land, and sea McDonald's McHack, um, which you just put buffalo sauce on fucking everything that you right. can get at McDonald's. And uh, that might be my final meal uh, when I eventually am on death row. Do you like Frank's Red Hot? sauce itself i I do like frank's red hot do you like frank's red hot i do it's not my go-to i have a few go-to's but it's not generally like my go-to you know what you know what a thing i took from my dad which i haven't done in a long time but was pretty much my childhood um is i i would do uh (laughs) you're talking about yeah yeah a big penis big jack big dad big um big fat cock yeah (laughs) but also if you get red hot and 
uh, Doritos, just normal, regular Doritos, and dip it in Red Hot. Fantastic. Look it by your face. You've never tried this, but no, uh, I mean, no, no. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Someone is breaking down Noah's windows because of my hot take about Doritos and Red Hot. Uh, my Doritos Red Hot take is ruining did you, Noah's did you apartment. Hear that? I did hear that. What happened? Okay. Did the painting fall? Let me see that. What is that? Ghosts. Oh, you have ghosts in your new apartment. Okay, it did. It did push down the creepiest painting I've ever seen. Uh, so, are you okay over there in the new? Yeah, I'm uh, scared. And while I'm whispering this whole time, a giant painting falls. I'm a real <laughs> asshole. God, I, damn it! I thought you were just so shook by my Doritos and Red Hot that you were like stomping the ground with both your legs like a stampede was coming in the Buffalo uh, CU game up in Boulder. No, I'm a big fan of hot sauce and chips just by themselves. I do that all the time. Tapatio or Tabasco and just like... um. Oh, those are your go-to? Is that what we're... Um, uh, Tapatio, Tabasco. What do you have in your empty apartment right now? Well, I have, as you know, Chick-fil-A Polynesian sauce, which I just found out about that you can buy at the store. Pretty clutch. And, Pretty and then, clutch. I have, then I have Tabasco, and Ooh. I have top, and I have Tapatio. But I'm gonna be getting more later, of different. I'll probably get a Sriracha. I'll, pro- I'll probably get a Cholula. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go like shopping for some more different ones. Yeah, uh, we bought a large sriracha um, at the store at some point. And boy, uh, I love sriracha. Um, That is probably my most used hot sauce is uh, sriracha. Um, I'm not even sure why. Um, but I just like think it goes well with most foods. I feel like a Tabasco is really limited. And like we were talking, like a very vinegary type of sauce. But when it goes well with something, it's it's pretty baller. Uh, Tabasco and eggs or a steak, steak and eggs. Mm, Tabasco mm-hmm. um, is what I would use Tabasco for. Uh, we never had a very in-depth conversation about these hot sauces. And um, now that I'm thinking about it, uh red hot maybe not even in my top three uh red hot yeah i I, never get yeah sorry go ahead no i was gonna say red hot it's like a steph curry which started off as like when you first have it it's in your top two in the ap conversation but eventually you're just like oh i mean red hot's not really pulling a whole whole team on their back like a sriracha nikola Jokic would you know now of um how are you doing over there in your apartment? I'm, I'm like you're good. doing a lot, a lot of movement. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what happened and if all these other things are going to fall now. Um, are you scared? Do you believe in ghosts, Noah? Do I believe in ghosts? No. I do believe in ghouls and spirits and specters, though. Um, because I'm a rational person. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, no. No, I don't believe in ghosts, and I'm definitely not winking into the camera. No, yeah, I don't, I don't believe so then, in ghosts. So then, who's that? Who's that little? Who's that girl in the reflection behind you? Oh, that's Katie. Hi, Katie. Uh, yeah, she's over there. Um, um. Well, I mean, we uh, really shook the ground. We found out there's ghosts in Noah's new place. Uh, any Sorry. more thoughts about the uh, spicy buffalo chicken sandwich? Do you think it was spicy at all, actually? Oh yeah, that's a that's a good um, a good point too. the The implication of buffalo flavor is that it has to be spicier. I did think it was spicy. I thought there was some a good amount of spice to it. Um, what I, do thought, you think? <laughs> I thought so as well, but you know, if we have a little more um, probiotics in there, um, I think it'll really get it uh, the spice level a little up. You know, um, the one thing I will say about Shake Shack, and I hate to take your mantle, Noah, of complaining about pricing or anything like that. No, please. Um, but side of fries at Shake Shack, which are not even great fries, are almost five bucks each. So um, I am not stoked about that. Um, so this was a little bit more than I would like out of a uh, like a fast food 
I don't know. It's not like a casual fast food then place or whatever. I but... mean, it should just be a regular fast food place. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's from New York, isn't it? Isn't it from New York? Yeah, I think so. And uh, I had their rivalry recently. No, I don't think I've even told you this. Uh, we did go by an In-N-Out of one of the many locations in Colorado. Oh, what? And it happened to be early on a Saturday. So the line was bad, but not super bad. That's when you have to go. You have to go when it opens. Yeah, which so is when I 10 went. cars in front of us, which isn't too bad. And uh, we got the burgers. I thought they were fine. Not really uh, impressed. Uh, I thought the fries were really good and way cheaper than Shake Shack fries. So uh, there's that. I um, Yeah, I mean, I can get two double-doubles. And this is burger talk, so we don't want to you know, stretch too far into this. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we don't know, but it's just not the show. But I can I can get two double doubles and a side of fries at In and Out for almost the same price as what I just got for half of that at Shake Shack, so it's kind of like you know eat a dick, and that's kind of what I think about that. Um, but unfortunately, I, I wish we could do an In and Out thing, you know. But um, does um, yeah I don't, I don't think know. they have any chicken. I don't think. No. Maybe we'll. Uh, we'll They're the canes. Up. Of, yeah, uh, burgers. The first time we run out of chicken after this, um, no, a supply shortage, we'll go to In and Out and try to get a burger. We'll we'll camp out, um, and we'll we'll make it a little day of it. Maybe we'll just ask them and say, "We know you have the supplies in there to make us some sort of chicken sandwich or chicken tenders." So, just um, just just lie to us. Tell us it's chicken fried steak or whatever. Um, is chicken now? Is chicken fried steak chicken or is it? Is it beef or is it chicken? Chicken fried steak is steak that's fried like chicken, I think. I guess that makes sense. Chicken fried chicken is chicken that's fried like chicken, too. All right. I messed up my my, my metaphor here. Um, I also don't think you know that you don't know that you also didn't use the word metaphor right either. Yeah, but you know me. I'm just like a simile. Yeah, well, you're as big as a hyper. You're you're as big. <laughs> I'm as big anyway. of a hyperbole. Yeah, uh, and um, and and you look like an onomatopoeia. Yeah, well, shout out Shake Shack. Shout out the new buffalo chicken sandwich. Shout out my dad for this huge dong. Yeah, and shout out and and shout and shout out us for once again being it. able to um, provide you the content in which you crave and you love and once again giving you a chicken place and recommendation that you can't live without um and you're welcome and guess what Noah? we got a whole team behind us not limited to the mm-hmm. basketball podcast network and through there we are brought to you by DraftKings. And we're hoop fans here at the podcast, Noah. You know us. We love the ball. We love blocks. We love traveling. I love traveling. And hoops fans, the latest offer for DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill. Whoa, bro. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. Even if you're Calvin Ridley, if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can take your shot at a big payday. I should probably edit that out. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. And take it away Noah it's the call to action thank you I think Calvin Ridley was involved with FanDuel which we could give a fuck about yes, the call to action of course is as follows download the DraftKings Sports book app now use promo code TBPN bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win that's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA of the NBA <clears throat> 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction see draftkings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state specific responsible gambling resources void where prohibited minimum $5 deposit 
gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. Hell yeah, good job, Noah. Thanks, Jacob. Shout out DraftKings. Shout out the Basketball Podcast Network. <laughs> Shout out Squarespace. All right, moving on. Um, last time we talked about the Denver Nuggets, Noah. Uh, vibes were at an all-time high. Uh, the Nuggets were on a six-game win streak, seven-game win streak. And then since we last spoke, a disappointing game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, but then again a three-game win streak. So, um, honestly another good week for the Nuggets. Um, mm-hmm. These games have felt more nerve-wracking than the, the, the ones during the seven-game win streak for sure a couple weeks ago, but um, a lot of positives from all these games. Um, the Oklahoma City game, a uh, bit of a letdown after a couple days rest on a Wednesday night. Um, honestly, uh, Shea Gilchrist, Alexander, um, he's, he's we got to get used to him just torching the Nuggets, I think. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be something we're going to see. And he's just capable of winning games, too. Uh, um, yeah, I love okay. Shea. Shay, I also love um, OKC also beat us in uh, on the 22nd of December by um, – um, almost 20 what was it 90 anyway 94 to 108 mm-hmm. um so they're just one of those inexplicable shitty teams that the nuggets have lost to um already twice this year i did not watch a second of that game um because that was on saturday night wasn't it friday uh, yeah or it was on wednesday and then you know <laughs> wednesday's the night noah goes out and does molly so um, yeah, so my days were all fucked up. Yeah, I mean, um, that's why they call it Molly Wednesday. Um, but uh, so basically, uh, Nuggets couldn't make any shots. Uh, they're doubling Jokic. There's there's a recipe to beat the Nuggets, you know, and it's pretty clear. It's like uh, double Jokic, make it hard for him to just take over and score. And he's going to always make the right pass. So if the Nuggets aren't hitting any shots whatsoever, that's just kind of how it goes. And the Nuggets played just bad that game. They shot bad and they defended bad. And that's going to happen. The defense over the week has left a lot to desire in most of these games, uh, honestly. But so moving past that, Noah, um, again, a team that, the Nuggets could have lost to as the Houston Rockets without Jokic. And this was uh, DeMarcus's cousin's best game in a couple years, probably. Yeah. Um, what jumps out to you about cousins, especially in this Houston Rockets game? Um, so um, obviously it's uh, against the Rockets. So, you know, one of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we lost the OKC. So the Nuggets clearly have lost to bad teams. Um, it was really great to to see Boogie in that center position. Um, and clearly, um, and I think we've talked about it before, but clearly kind of um, showing that he still has the ability to, um, you know, post up and, re- you know, score in the paint and um, just kind of do all the stuff that he was doing on Sacramento and um, New Orleans when he was, you know, like a 25 point per uh, 25 a game kind of dude. Um, and um, I, I also didn't watch the Rockets game. <laughs> so. All right. Well, we definitely didn't half ass it this week, but the uh, Marcus cousins, 31 points, nine right. rebounds, uh, crazy game from DeMarcus. And then of course, um, this is going to be like the boogie experience. I think um, he can fill in for Jokic. It's kind of interesting. He plays, it's not a similar game, but the Nuggets don't have to do like 
totally different plays. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins can is actually a capable passer more than I've ever thought of him as. And uh, it was just cool to see that Houston game on a Friday night. Uh, Boogie was like the most popular nugget on the floor with the audience, uh, with the home crowd. Um, so that's always nice to see. And he seemed very appreciative of having a fan base behind him and having uh, Malone behind him. So um <laughs> That's what happens when you have a good player coach like Malone, too. The other thing, too, is, is like, um, you know, it was it was great to see that um, to have. I mean, that that Rockets game was just so cool to I mean, I can't imagine how he felt. But um, and then but just going back like the rest of the week and, um, you know, what what his real role on the team is when Jokic is playing um, is that he just really fits so well into that you know, playing 13 minutes, you know, playing less than 20 minutes a night and, um, you know, still scoring, you know, 10 points or whatever, having, having a few assists and, um, and just being a real, real big man facilitator. Um, I do love it on the bench too, with Jokic playing, um, Boogie, like when he played against the Rockets, he played a lot of time and he only had five fouls. Um, but like in 10 minutes, he'll get like three fouls. He's, he knows he doesn't need to play more than 10, 15. Exactly. So he's going out being aggressive, trying to get some stuff going on the defensive end, which is really cool to see. He's almost like a defensive heat check out there um which i love and then of course he's gonna like set good screens and he's just trying really hard it seems like and, and i don't know if that's like the lowest bar we could give him but why at not the very least i know that's what i want from a bench unit and uh and and it's, it's awesome i think him and faku is a hilarious combination and i love when they're on the floor together it happened a little bit during golden state game uh, tonight, but uh, so yeah, I'm very excited about Boogie. Uh, I think Jokic is gonna play a little less time, kind of similar to what the Golden State one game was, because uh, he played a lot of uh, over 40 minutes against New Orleans in overtime. Um, should we get to that, Noah? The New Orleans Pelicans game, uh, Nikola Jokic. Oh, just a 46 point triple double with 12 rebounds and 11 assists. Um, it's almost a uh, hack of us at this point to praise Nikola Jokic, um, but it's 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 impossible. I mean, this was one of the one of my favorite Jokic's games ever. He scored thirty points in the fourth quarter in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nuggets honestly had no business winning this game. They gave up way too much points to the New Orleans Pelicans. The Pelicans who have been great since getting cj mccollum too they're one not, of the best teams in basketball yeah they're not a uh pushover team like they were a month ago even but uh so Jokic, fantastic game and then i think uh once he fouled out Jonas valachunas who always is giving Jokic trouble good defender and a good defender good offensive guy who like makes Jokic work on the defensive end too um, I think he's one of the most underrated players, actually. Um, I he's like just him. one of those giant, you know, Eastern European dudes. He's who's like Yurkic or any of these dudes who's um, one of the very few guys. Even you know, we saw it with the Bulls and Vooch. Yeah. Who like all these Baltic Slavic fucks mm-hmm. kind of can defend and guard each other, and they kind of know each other's little bit of e- their games, and they love each other, which is cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think so- you're right. Sabonis too, and they totally Sabonis, and he's you know f- from America, born in the oh, fucking states. He? Yeah, well, yeah, he's born in Portland, like an asshole. Uh, but whatever. Uh, but <laughs> and yeah. also, Jonas Jonas is from Lithuania, which is I think nowhere near. If you saw Sabonis hanging out with them, you wouldn't think he's from. No, <laughs> I know he looks, he looks fucking exactly like him. <laughs> but uh, that you're right. I think they they all have a similar personality. I think where like, they're super nice. And then when the game's playing, they're just like warriors and, and uh, crazy people. Um, I don't know, man, it's hard to describe how much fun I had watching that New Orleans Pelicans game. Uh, there was a certain point where I stopped worrying about it. And I was just like, nah, Jokic has got it. <laughs> it. It kind of felt almost like a, it felt like a Steph kind of thing where I was like, Oh, he, everything's going to go in. And I was watching, I don't know about you. I was watching the, um, 
the Pelicans broadcast. Whereas, um, I mean, they were, first of all, they were really bitching about like Jokic, um, all of his like flailing, like all of his complaining, which he used to do way more of Mm -hmm. in the first place, but he was, he was just, you know, he was, he was upset. Um, but the truth was, is, is they were, they were as, um, confident as we were, you know, they were, they were praising Jokic. It was just very cool to see like an opposing, um, commentating team to be like as in awe as they should be but they're like oh this is going in and you know and and those free throws too that's really what fucked new orleans at the end of the game and Jokic couldn't have been you know smoother which was ironic because he missed what six or seven tonight so yeah yeah he's tired so Jokic had the two free throws to tie the game and then a couple plays before that, another clutch block from Jokic. Um, he was doing it on both ends. Uh, just a crazy performance. Um, that uh, the 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 overtime was. I mean, overtimes. I just get so excited because it's always a a strength of the Nuggets. Jokic always will like get into a different gear when he plays more minutes and is just kept on going, he's just like a beast. He's just a monster. And that three he hit coming off of like no screen, he just kind of popped out mm-hmm. into a three at the last minute that it was one of the best just straight up shots. I seen Jokic take off of like a pass and, and just to hit it at the buzzer. Um, just an incredible incredible player no and and um, i feel lucky and blessed and then of course after the game he follows it up with another 32 point triple double with 15 rebounds 13 assists um uh, another insane stat line and it's not even like shocking it's not like uh it feels like even Jokic wasn't aggressive until the fourth <laughs> uh and it's it's just insane i mean and the New Orleans game, he is out there with Austin Rivers, who used to be on the couch two years ago. I don't know if you've heard about that, Noah. Uh, he was Austin out- Rivers, by the way, we should talk. He has yeah. been playing well. Very well. And and prob- uh, very clearly the best perimeter defender the Nuggets have. And um, he, he has a um, in the last five games, a an average uh, 12.2 average plus minus. Yeah. Um, so that's great. I feel like everyone is really figuring out their role around Jokic. I'm, I'm not that, I mean, it's obviously the positives outweigh, but it's going to take some time for the new players to get reincorporated like an MPJ and a Jamal. But right now everything fits pretty well together. Um, You have Aaron Gordon and Jeff Green who pretty much slash and then maybe hit some corner threes if they're open like that. Monte is doing great with Jokic right now as well. Um, he is like the main guy who buries the team when they double Jokic, which is super important. Shooting and in the high mid to high forties in the last several weeks to month or so amongst yeah. the best in the NBA. I think we talked about it last week. And Monte is like the only nugget that will take a, a mid-range shot besides Jokic, which is very important going off the screens to kind of space the floor like that. And then even uh, for all his faults, Will Barton is still just a great companion with, with Jokic. Uh, he uh, was missed in the Golden State game, I think, a lot. Um, I felt like the nuggets weren't really penetrating as much without Will kind of slipping in the lane and stuff like that. So... Um, but I I do think we made up a little bit for that with um the uh Davon Green who was going off in the he was uh, at least in the beginning of the game four for four yeah um from Dave, the field Davon Reed. Reed Reed God fucking damn it what what I say Green again we have yeah. too many Greens and Reeds There's here's the thing greens. yeah I've been fucking it up with the names I said um Chris. Chris Johnson last week or two weeks ago. Anyway, my point is I made a point about getting Davon Reed back because he was not playing. He had some DNPs for like several games in a row Mm -hmm. um, for obviously no apparent reason. And then he comes off and gets a little bit of these um, 
kind of points that we would uh, lost from Barton at least yeah. tonight. But he definitely he did really and, solid. And it was his um his career high no tonight was it was yeah points, seventeen yeah which is great five for seven from three I mean yeah we'll take it and uh, it just uh, great I, I mean he makes the most out of his minutes you know and. And I don't know if this is true, but I think ever since he bum rushed the court after the Aaron Gordon right, three, that's right. that was a buzzer beater, but not really. And uh, could have been potentially uh, a disaster. <laughs> uh, it wasn't really. Nothing really happened. But uh, still, uh, I don't know if if that's the thing Malone will uh, bench kind of a fringe guy like that, you know? And there's not a lot of playing time you know he's kind of another odd man out um maybe besides like a faku capazzo sure um <clears throat> so this warriors game noah uh a classic trap game for the nuggets uh a back-to-back uh at home against a warriors game who didn't send any of their good players as a weird statement because of this rescheduled game as if the nuggets didn't have a game last night either um that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I just knew that when they announced that, that uh, Nuggets were still going to have issues um, with this. And it kind of felt like, I felt like this is a game where it was like, oh, the Nuggets would have rallied if they were the Warriors position right now and probably would have tried to uh, almost pulled it off, which almost happened. Uh, what do you think about this Warriors game we just watched? Um, well, first of all, there were two or three warriors who I just never heard of before, um, which was funny um, to have Steph or Steve Kerr just really not give a fuck. Um, you mean Quindary Witherspoon? Mm, perhaps that's who I was talking about. <laughs> Shout out Quindary, dude. He got um, 11 points out there in 16 minutes. And then um, our, my little homie, Chris Chioza, uh he was out there um for he almost played 30 minutes tonight um he had a negative 14 but that's all right Whoa, uh, okay. shout, shout out chioza uh eight assists led the warriors in assists um so shout out uh chioza what was your oh sorry what was your question just what jumped out to you about this oh, okay game i mean um, it's kind of a weird yeah. game as well um but a it, lot of weird stuff going on yeah, it was a weird game. It was there's that little crying girl at the beginning of the game who wanted to see Steph Curry, but he wasn't there. So everybody was crying about that. Um, but you're talking about the game, of course. I thought um, this has been a week of kind of this game was a microcosm where we've kind of come out strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our biggest lead was 14 at one point. And then um you know the warriors just kind of kept creeping back they didn't have any real um outside shooting you know it was um looney and that other fuck um i don't remember anyone on the warriors Kaminga, Kaminga, new new guy he's pretty good yeah um who were scoring all of the points and um you know it was just a very different looking warriors team um but I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, I think trap is a good way to put it. You know, um, we could have easily not played Jokic at all and um, probably still pulled it off. But I think, I think probably the Warriors are feeling really good that they, they took it um, as far as far as they did, considering that they didn't put any of their real superstars out. Um, and we did have all of ours. Yeah, it, available. It, it does. Uh, it does make it look bad for the game on Thursday, which is against the Golden State Warriors yeah, again on in Denver TNT. on TNT. But so that's a recipe for disaster, I think. But um, at least they got this one here on this Monday, and uh, it, it's just these these issues we talked about all year popping up in this game and the Pelicans game, uh, non-Jokic minutes, pretty bad um, overall. Third quarter. And third quarters. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Very bad. Uh, the third quarter against the Warriors, uh, I mean, Nuggets just uh, so flat, not moving, 
anywhere on defense or offense. Uh, just a weird thing. You know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what they do during halftime, but it's not even that long. And uh, <laughs> they just forget that they're playing basketball. Yeah, same thing happened in the OKC game. It just came out really bad. Um, and yeah, uh, it seems like a lot of those third quarters, it kind of in the past few seasons is where we've lost games. We just can't make up the momentum. And a lot of different starters. Like it doesn't even matter what the starting five is really. It's just like always third quarters just kind of flat. I don't know. Um, very weird. Yeah. Um, and we should point out at least, um, and during the Rockets game, Will Barton, um, past J.R. Smith for all-time Nuggets three points. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, I it, It's funny. I, I would gun to my head, probably never get that it's J.R. Smith, even though it's pretty obvious that it should be J.R. Smith who had the three-point lead. Who would you have thought? Because I actually... Maybe Mello, but that's me being... Uh, yeah, J.R. Smith, it. J.R. makes sense, yeah. But J.R. makes a little more sense. Uh uh, yeah, and, and it's funny, Jamal Murray immediately is like, yeah, he's going to come get that 20 games next season or something, which is funny. Do you think that's a testament, though, to how few really talented three-point shooters we've, we've had? Not that JR wasn't that, but, like, I mean, he wasn't on the team. For, I mean, how many years was he on the team? Five I years? don't know, and he was always a sixth man, too, so he wasn't exactly. playing starter minutes. Um, I mean, I think yeah, I think you're right. And I think even uh, Mello, he made a living in the mid-range more than anything. And uh, uh, Jokic is um, a threat from three, but he's not. he didn't take any against this Warriors team. No, um, I mean, it would be, you know, Jamal or MPJ is like the next generation of, of Nuggets shooters. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, Will Barton having this title, I think, is like it shows that that the Nuggets history is not in in shooting, you know, or at least no. it hasn't. And I don't think uh, maybe the uh, the fourth thing I would describe Will Barton as is like a three point shooter, probably. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of an odd thing, just visually. But I mean, he's played a lot, um, and that's what kind of things happen when you're like a lifetime right. no, yeah, exactly Nugget player and and. MPJ definitely will get the attempts <laughs> to pass Will Barton, maybe. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Jamal uh, probably for sure will pass him too. So, um, yeah, so that's, that, that is a cool thing, though. And uh, I hope Will's feeling all right, too. He um, has a little ankle thing. He kind of rolled an ankle. Seems pretty not serious, so they wouldn't play him on a back-to-back. Makes sense. He was jumping around on the sidelines. Yeah, he'll probably take off the other back-to-back this week, too. Um, Which, again, a hard week for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, another, uh, it's like the first time they've played five games and or four games in five days or something crazy like that. It's like four of five, six of nine, something just like crazy. Yeah. So Wednesday is at Sacramento Kings, and then back here Thursday against the Golden State Warriors. So um, that's another terrible uh, trip. And if I mean, it wouldn't have been bad if it was at Golden State, honestly, because um, then they'd just be in California. Right. Yeah. But uh, so we'll see. Uh, but I mean, momentum, certainly on the Nuggets side. Um, we should mention, I think we talked about MPJ might go to the G League to practice. Uh, they called that off. Yeah, I saw that. Too. Um, and uh, I guess they were thinking about having Jamal go down, too, which was not part of it before but uh they called it off so um that could be pretty good news i mean they just wanted them to get more practice from all i could tell wasn't anything like a setback it was just like getting them there and back and forth was probably mm-hmm. too much so um but i don't know i mean i like them being with the team that's obviously a good sign still um that they're still just hanging around so I don't know, man. Uh, Nuggets are in a good place still, even after a disappointing loss against Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, not that many games left, Noah. No, dude. We're we're really in the final stretch here. These playoffs are going to be like really historic, I think, in terms of what's going to happen and how good all of these teams are, and um, and like who knows? You know what I mean? I think I think the 
the parody this year um, is is more so than we've had in yeah. in many years. And we ain't talking scary movie. We're talking about any team could win the championship, Noah. Very good, dude. Mm-hmm. That would be a good name for a comedy something. Par- hey, parody. Um, a parrot. <laughs> comedy parrot. Uh, anyway. As they stand right now, the Nuggets are two and a half games above the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, out of the playoff uh, playing spot. So pretty solid in that sixth uh, spot. A game behind the Mavericks. And get this, Noah, a game and a half behind the Utah Jazz for the fourth seed. So things are definitely going to be heating That's up. That's crazy. Uh, Memphis, uh, with the Nuggets win over the Warriors, took over the second seed. So right now, the 6-3 matchup is with the Golden State Warriors, which, uh, uh, judging by this game, might be a uh, heart-wrenching series, but I think a series which actually – favors the nuggets i don't think Warriors this wouldn't be do anything to, with Jokic. this wouldn't be the game to judge it by though no because none I'm, of these guys would be i'm thinking about the other two wins against the warriors mostly, oh but, yes uh, which we which were great wins but it's also it's always scary nuggets always have a problem with like shooting guards who could shoot well um and they were just running all over the nuggets defense so. and is i mean is there any inclination that draymond comes back even I there's, guess still, okay. there's some inclination. It seems pretty vague at this point. So yeah, it seems like they're doing the nuggets stuff where it's, um, yeah. Is it, um, is it back stuff or is it, uh, I think it is back stuff or a knee or yeah. something. I don't remember, but I guess he has been practicing a little bit. So he's probably in a similar spot, but, um, I mean, yeah, without that's the big piece. That's they're the a 500 team without, Draymond so and it's been a large sample size at this point and uh, just not as scary and um, it's going to be interesting Uh, I mean maybe the stars will line for the Nuggets get a Warriors in the first round before Draymond can come back and uh, sets it up for a nice little run but we'll see we'll keep an eye on the standings Uh, anything you want to touch on though before we get out of here um, not really, dude. I mean, we've talked about this for weeks now. I don't know. I feel like a bunch of teams have, um, I mean, in the West, there's, there's just been a real, everybody's kind of, kind of solidified their spot for the most part, you know, there's been a jockeying between that second and third, but like, you know, between the Mavs and the Jazz and us, you know, um, I think, I think, you know, we should get kind of ready for this this six or maybe even five best case scenario um but yeah we're very much we're very much um getting close so every every win counts now (laughs) yeah yeah definitely a lot i think um a lot more mystery in the east uh conference a lot more um jam-packed up at the front so um Honestly, have no idea who's going to emerge out of the East so far, but we're going to see. I'm very excited. Uh, you're right, Noah. Anybody could take it and uh, anybody could win it all. Well, thank you guys so much for listening here on Chicken and the Nuggets. Anyone can win it all. Remember that. And well. uh, anyone can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at the Nuggets Pod or on Instagram at Chicken and the Nuggets. Do you have anything you want to plug, Noah? Um, nothing to plug Jacob. Um, I'm just, I'm happy we could do this and literally put in our best effort this week. Best effort. Um, we almost watched all the games and we did eat chicken. So, um, that's, go ahead. I mean, what what more can you ask for is what I was going to say. Yes. Literally nothing. (laughs) Literally nothing. This is a free podcast. So shh. Shut the fuck up, Lane. Tell your friends, but give us some chicken suggestions too, because sometimes that's where we're at with our, you know, dick in our hands with like, oh, where where do we eat? And of course, that's not always the case because we're adults and can just look it up. But let us know if there's places we should eat, everybody, and yeah. follow us. And- Any place you like. Yeah, we'll, we'll go check it out. Oh, uh, I'm sleepy. No, I'm yelling, no, I'm yelling uh, too, actually. No, I mean, you're You're yelling too, yeah. Uh, well, congrats on the new place, Noah. Hope it's Thanks, not too haunted. Too. And, and we'll see you later. Good see night. See you next week. Bye. Bye.